Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm Ifeoluwa Abigundi. Glory to God for another privilege to come to learn from Him. Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. And for 12th March 2023, our topic is the wonder of childlike qualities. That is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verse 1 to 10. Before we take our golden text, I want to introduce to us what comes as our introduction. And I want us to take a reflection of when we were small, when we were that little child. Uh, most of it, what we see is an attribute of horse coming either to our mom or to our father or to maybe our grandmother or our grandfather, and in excitement when we see them going out, just as we have in our introduction. When we see them going out, we always desire to follow them. But then they are turning us down, saying, oh no, you can't go with me. What comes next is from them to us is, what do you want me to get from you when I'm coming back? And that time we are excited. We are excited to make our request. And only God knows what has been your own request then when you were small to situations like this. But as much as it is, we all usually have a request to be tendered. But then when all of this comes to us, there is this trusting. There is this believing. They are accompanying the request that we are making, even while they are going and we are hoping for their return. And then the greatest of it is that we always believe. Why? How was this possible? And then what is bringing this agreement that even when we are not going with our parents, when we are not going with our grandpa or grandmother, we can still believe and trust that what they say they will do for us at their return, they will definitely do. The answer we got today is the fact that it was a state of our heart then. I mean then because I don't know what it is right now. It was the state of our heart then and the quality nature of the life of little children. Little children tends to be simple, sincere, believing and trusting. And when we are talking about believing, what is so clear is that children, little children, believe what they are told. Whatever it is, whether it's going to be possible or not, just as many of us as believed then that whatever it was our request would be granted, even whether it was possible or not. There was that trusting, there was that 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 you know waiting, there was that yielding. Okay, I won't go, but this will be what I will receive in return. Today, what becomes the focus of our lesson is the wonder of childlike quality, a prerequisite for entering God's kingdom. And this is where the Lord will be speaking to you and I today, much more than how we can reflect on our past, what it used to be when we were children, when we were that little child. What is it with us now? And what is going to be till we are able to journey all through here and at? This is all that matters to God. This is why this lesson is coming today. Quickly to our golden text, which is from the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verse 4. It reads us, Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful because your word again is coming today to bless us. Thank you because you will take us away from us and you will help us by your spirit to have the understanding of your word and to stay 
unto it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen. The first part of our lesson is Jesus' love for the little children. Read the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verse 1 to 5. And what we're able to see clearly here is that Jesus, in this part, reflects to us his demonstration of love, which was a balanced one, with no discrepancy, with nothing to make him look like, oh, he prefers some set of people than some set, no. He demonstrated a life of humility. He demonstrated a life of accommodation and compassion for all, both sinners, both the old, the old, we've seen him with the rich and the poor, Jesus also, demonstrating love for those who are weak for those who are strong including the little children from where we were just read from and uh, what we're able to see here is that at a point when the disciples were at this point of having a quest to know who is the greatest in the kingdom of G- of heaven jesus decides to reveal to them asking that they bring a little child to him you know and asking bringing all the children to him and he said he picked up a child and said to them that those who could take the lowly position of a child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven and that was his response to his question to their question and this is what god is also bringing to you and i of a conscious life we must live if we will be with him in eternity if we are going to actually get to that kingdom of god he's saying to us that we have to take a lowly position of a child so that we will be able to have a place with him in the kingdom of heaven and in verse 5 he added something very important he added also that whoever receives little children in his name receives him whoever accepts little children accepts him whoever welcomes little children welcomes him and what is jesus trying to say here he's trying to say that whoever can take up this lowly position of a child would be able to come into the life that is given will be able to dwell with him will be able to have him in him will be able to journey around heart and get to eternity I pray that the Lord will bring understanding of his word to us in Jesus' name. Amen. I want us to take note of this. Everyone in pursuit of being in God's kingdom must take the position of a childlike quality in order to be saved and to enter God's kingdom. This explains that there is no salvation coming to man. There is no way we can know this Jesus. There is no way we can accept this Jesus. There is no way we can submit to Jesus. There is no way we can walk with Jesus. And there is no way we can dwell with him. If we do not come to this point of equality of life that children, little children have, so God is expecting an heart and life of humility from us. And that is it all. This is all about the lesson. God is expecting us that the kind of heart that can trust in him completely is the one that we will have. The life, a life that will believe with total dependency on him always. And until then, we cannot be able to be saved, neither can we be able to continue in working our salvation with fear and trembling. Neither can we be able to come even before him in his glory. 
So with innocency and willingness of heart, without any struggle within, Jesus is expecting us just as a child and the kind of the nature of a child that has the ability to love, that is ready to forgive, that is depending and adapting, just like we see in nature of a child, is all that Jesus is expecting from us. A life that is yielding in submission, in agreement. <laughs> Look from the introduction. Even whether the request of what was raised, oh, I will buy you this when I'm coming back, whether it will be so or not, a child will definitely submit and throw it all, saying, okay, so I shouldn't follow you, you will get this for me, and then he, will, he or she will agree. And that is the same way, a believing life. If we cannot believe, if we do not have faith, we can't see the Lord. We can't work with the Lord. We can't be able to even trust Him for anything, believe in His word. No, it can't be possible. So this is important as God is expecting us of this life. I also want us to take note also that a little child reflects the life of Christ to the world. That is just it. What is Christ? When we talk about Christ, when we talk about coming to Christ, or when we talk about who Jesus is, a little child is reflecting also the nature of this Jesus, what Jesus is to the world. He is loving. Jesus is compassionate. He is forgiving. He depends on the Father. He does nothing by his own accord. No, his response even to come to save the world was because the Father gave him hope. So that he might save us from our sin. He dwells in humility. Not minding what he will lose. But yielding in trust to the Father. He does everything committing it to God. And this was just the life of Jesus. And if we will say truly that we are Christ's own. Then this life also must be in us. If Jesus has reflected this life to the world his own, his own, at his own time and he's still bringing it to you and I all the time for us like this to understand, then we too must be able to live the same life as believers if truly we have been saved by Christ Jesus. So same is expected of everyone. If truly we are able to be, if truly we'll be able to be in God's kingdom. Jesus isn't calling us, and this is something very important that we should note. Jesus, in this part of the lesson, is not calling us to chide, to being childish. He's not calling us to begin to act, you know, immaturely or silly. But rather, he is expecting us to be childlike in our attitude. He wants us to embrace the life of humility. I pray that the Lord will help us as we go on in this lesson, yielding unto him in Jesus' name. Amen. The last part of the lesson says, avoid the temptation to sin. That is from the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 6 to 9. And how was this made known? In verse 6, Jesus emphasizes a clear warning on how to approach our life, ensuring that the little ones are not being misled. He makes clear, making it so clear that those who goes against this, he says it will be better for them to have a milestone tied around their neck and drawn to deep sea. This is expressing how grief it is. How this is a concern to God and how he is not ready to take it with levity, 
to anyone who in any way misled the little one. And when we see God talking here about the little one, who had this little one, mind you, the little one here implies those who believe in him, those who are already taking up a childlike quality, those who have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. God is calling you and I to this concern that, mind you, don't let your life pull others away from Christ. Don't let your deeds make others to fall. Ensure that you are not in any way being even tempting, like being tempting yourself to sin. Don't fall into temptation of sin. You have been saved. You have been called into this Christ-like life and a childlike life. It is expected that you will not fall into temptation of sin. And in verse 7, he said something. He said, pity those who are in any condition acting towards making a little one to fall. He pronounced doom on them and God is not taking it lightly with anyone. And what do we see finally in verse 8 and 9? God is expressing an attitude that he wants want from us, a proactive step to take. He's talking about ensuring that whatever part of us that is ready to make us sin should be taken away. Yes, there was a mentioning of the part of the body. But Christ is not saying we should cut off our physical part of the body. But he's really talking about that nature. He's talking about the flesh. He's talking about our self self whatever it is could it be for you pride could it be about love of money could it be your friends could it be pleasure could it be ambition whatever it may be trying to hinder your relationship with god drawing you all the time to sin and god is saying today that you should rid yourself of it so this is very very important as whatever you may want to hold on to what not what nothing as god is bringing to us and you should <coughs> we should understand this clearly that we must avoid this this greatly for what 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 is it that is a gain what gain it is for a man to gain the world and lose loses his soul so god is saying we have nothing in exchange for it so it is better for now for us now <coughs> to rise i beg your pardon to rise and take this life that Jesus is bringing to us. So our life, likewise, <coughs> our service is a priority to God. In order for us to gain the gift of eternal life, let nothing end our working with God. Let's take all hindrances away. No matter how important it may be, do not allow the flesh. Do not allow yourself to make you sin. This is very, very important. I pray that the Lord will help us. We've come to the end of our lesson. And my greatest prayer is that God will give us all this life of humility, this childlike life in the name of Jesus. I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday. Bye, everyone. The Lord bless you. Amen.